0: Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. One of the most common metaphors in the Scriptures for God's relationship with His people is that of pastor, shepherd. That the Lord shepherds His flock, Israel all throughout the Old Testament, leading them from slavery in Egypt to the Promised Land. And Jesus Himself takes up this image and applies it to Himself. And He says, I am the Good Shepherd. My sheep hear My voice. I know them and they follow Me. He is the Good Shepherd who doesn't run away when the flock is attacked, but He lays down His life so that He can lead us to the good pastures of eternal life. All throughout the scriptures, though, all throughout salvation history, there's a little bit of a problem. And the problem is that we, as the sheep of Christ's flock, have free will. And sometimes we choose not to listen to the voice of our Good Shepherd. Sometimes we choose not to obey His voice, not to be a part of His flock. You see this all throughout the Old Testament. The Israelites are constantly falling away from the covenant. They're constantly falling into sin, giving into temptation, being unfaithful. God is always merciful. He always forgives them. He brings them back. And then they fall again. Something that I think all of us can relate to. And we heard in that first reading that Paul and Barnabas, when they initially tried preaching the good news to the Jews, uh, many of them rejected it. And because of that rejection, Paul said that, well, then we're going to go to the Gentiles. Because if you won't hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, perhaps they will. And this is something that we need to be aware of because it's a, a perennial temptation for all those who seek to follow God. To never become complacent in assuming that we're, lit, we're hearing His voice. We always have to be intentional Am I truly listening to the voice of the Good Shepherd and following Him? The Israelites in the Old Testament, I think, they took for granted what they had been given. And they assumed that because they had been brought into the covenant, that they would always be okay. And they got lazy and they got complacent and they stopped giving their whole heart to following the law. I think that can be a danger for us as well. I'm Catholic, I'm Christian, everything's okay. It doesn't really matter that I'm doing these things over here. I'm a good person. We can never take our salvation for granted. Being a Catholic or being a Christian does not guarantee you a place in heaven. It doesn't. What gets us to heaven is taking advantage of the grace that God has given us, the tools that our faith gives us the truth and grace and sacraments, taking advantage of those being faithful and following our Good Shepherd, in hearing our voice, in being faithful to Him until the day that we die, knowing that He will always pick us up and forgive us as we stumble and fall. But we must always be striving to hear His voice. A lot of times in our life, in our journey, in our faith as Christians and Catholics, it can be easy to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd and to follow Him. Because there's a lot of times when what He asks of us kind of already corresponds to our own inclination, our own desire, our own sense of right and wrong. And then it's it's not that hard. But there are other times that we will experience when our faith demands of us a real sacrifice, when we are tested. And when we have to prove Who am I really following? When our faith demands us to do something that we don't want to do, or to not do something that we want to do, that is when our faith is truly tested. St. Augustine once said, if I only believe in the Gospels, what I agree with, then I don't believe in the Gospels. I believe in myself. Likewise, if I only believe in the Catholic faith, what I agree with, then I don't believe in the Catholic faith. I believe in myself. And if I only follow the Good Shepherd when I agree with Him, then I'm not following Him. I'm following myself. And that, my friends, does not lead to eternal life. And so we need to constantly reflect upon our lives? Am I following the Good Shepherd? Am I listening to His voice and obeying Him? And unfortunately, I think we all know there's a lot of people that are no longer listening to His voice. All of us are here after all. We're here in church on Sunday. But in this country alone there are millions of Catholics who no longer follow the faith of of their baptism, who don't go to church, who have joined some other church, who don't practice any faith at all. And there's a temptation, a danger that, because it's so common, that we kind of just accept it. Well, I mean, that's just what happens. And we start to think it's okay. And it's not. It's not okay when people stop listening to the voice of the Good Shepherd and leave his flock, because they're leaving the only path to eternal life. The salvation of souls is at stake in our own faith and in the faith of those we know and love. And so I think it's a wake-up call for all of us. What are we going to do about it? Because all of us know people in our families, our friends, in our community that are Catholic and don't go to church, that used to be Catholic and now are something else. Christ wants us to be instruments in helping them return to the flock because he is the good shepherd that leaves the 99 and goes out and finds the one lost sheep. But he wants us to cooperate with that. He wants to use us as his instruments. And So I just want to mention three, very quickly, three things that each of us can be doing. First, we have to pray. Are you praying daily? For your family members or friends that have wandered away from Christ and His church, for those who don't know Him, are you praying that they will find the truth, that they will come back? Because we have to pray that Christ would find them, that they would be open to hearing His voice, that they would come back. Secondly, are we being good witnesses of what it means to be a Christian? Because if we're not living the faith then our invitation to others to live it is not going to have any attraction. Why would somebody want to listen to us if we ourselves are not giving a good witness? If we're not following the Good Shepherd, we're not going to be able to lead others to Him. Are we living our faith with joy and with energy, with life? Are we inspirations to those around us? Then our message will attract. And finally, we have to give that message. We have to be willing to invite people, to talk to people, to ask them, what happened? You know, why'd you, go, why'd you stop coming? Why'd you go over there? How can I help you come back? What questions do you have? We have to talk to people. We have to invite them. Come to church, come to this. Here's a book, here's a CD, here's a Bible study. We have to be willing to reach out to those who are desiring and longing for the truth so that they too can find the good shepherd as we have, so that they can hear his voice, so that they can follow him, so that all of us can be one in the flock of Christ, so that all of us can be led to the good pastures of eternal life.